We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Q's Militia Podcast with those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. All right, what's up, Q's Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. The universal handle for the socials is at Q's Militia. Go there. Join the militia. We are the only Syracuse sports podcast centered around giving you, the fans, a voice. Welcome back. We got some more offseason news for you. Uh, we were going to come on here and we were going to rant and rave about Dungy still sitting on the sidelines uh, and not getting put on, uh, at least uh, picked up in as an undrafted free agent. But here we are. It's a, it's a new day from ye- yesterday. Yes, it is. And yes, it is. he has been picked up. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the rest of those guys. There was some Tyus Battle news that is somewhat new, and um, we'll go over all of that. But first, I introduced you in the last episode to the new corporate sponsor for the all, uh, Armchair All-Americans Media Network, and that is SeatGeek. And what SeatGeek is, is if you are looking for tickets and you need tickets to a concert, a Broadway show, a sporting event, anything... You go to SeatGeek, and what they do is they find, they scan the web, and they find you the best deal for whatever you're looking for, and it rates them on a scale of 0 to 10, and that lets you know if you're getting the best bang for your buck. A green dot marks it's a great deal. A yellow dot, that's an okay deal, and the red dot's not so good. Uh, Don't, you know... Don't bite on a red dot, okay? Don't be that guy or gal. So use the promo code ACAA at checkout and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. That's two free beers or a couple of sodas at the stadium. So uh, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? I am going to uh, go to slight, uh, Slightly Stupid's coming to uh, P-Town, Portsmouth out here in Virginia. And I'm going to try SeatGeek out. I'm going to try it out. And I'll let you all, by the time we come back, I will have those tickets. I will let you know how it works. And I'll be honest. Uh, that's promo code ACAA at checkout to get that 20% off your first purchase. SeatGeek, Life's and Events, and we have the tickets. So, uh, quickly, the Syracuse Orange men's lacrosse team was just a slight disappointment in the mm-hmm. ACC tournament uh, uh, that that happened a couple weeks ago. Uh, it was right after our last show. Uh, yeah. They had the game in hand and kind of kind of gave it up in the in the last bit fourth quarter there to UNC yeah. four goals so yeah in well, the last four minutes something like that so. yeah that's pretty bad yeah. so and it's uh, I was planning on going to that game on Saturday if they won too uh, so kind of well my hurt my my son's team not to be way off subject but they gave up five goals they were up six to one they gave up five goals in the last eight minutes of the fourth quarter uh, just a week, just a weekend after. So hey, it's one uh, of those sports where you know, every time there's a score, you you face back off and 
Yeah, you have you the chance the, to get, get the ball. Back. Yeah. Yep. So exactly. That can happen. That's, That's what makes that sport great. So I know. It's but exciting. yeah, we're, we've we've had a good enough resume to where we should be good to still get in the NCAA tournament even after that. Yeah. This so. this the seating is this Sunday at nine o'clock on ESPNU. Yeah. So you can watch that there. They kind of dragged that out for a couple of weeks, huh? So no, a lot of the the championship. Um, I think the championship. Did we just the, lose that early? We lost that early to where? <laughs> to where well, there's only five yeah. teams, but I think they play the two. Uh, they play like that's the playing game. So they have to play that one day, and then they play the other games. That's it's essentially semifinals on that Saturday, and then they play the finals. I believe this Saturday. So right. Uh, what was the other thing? Oh, real quick, aside, another side note. The a Wegmans opened up out here in Virginia Beach. I will say, I will say, it's nice having a Wegmans back. I waited yeah. 17 years for that moment, Joe. 17 hey. years to get my W pop, to get my W hey, up. Hey man, I can't wait for the W pop, dude. There's about to be right? one. I think by this time next year there'll be one. I think less than 10 minutes from my house. So. Oh, that's awesome. I can. I yes. could. There's the the one that's near me is like less than a mile from my house. It's so awesome. And that place yep. is mobbed. I will bet you any amount of money there are more people in that Wegmans on any given evening after like five thirty six o'clock than that goes to the damn fair. I'm serious. You can't oh. even go walk through there with a cart. Like it's brutal. Anyway. Uh, it's bad. So anyway, <laughs> it's store, glorious. They might run some grocery store chains into the ground down here. Oh, I know. I'm worried about that here too. You know, I like competition, but Wegmans has got it going on. And uh, you know, mm-hmm. um, anyway, it's glorious. I love it. I'm excited. Well, about we know it. I'd share is. it with you. I, I I still try to. I, just, I try to explain it to people down here, and they they just have say, no you know, idea. No, it's a grocery no. store. How yeah. good could it be? Right. You know, like that's okay. Yeah. So yeah, so it's I a big deal. Wait. Just, just wait. wait. Exactly. And I can't just do wait. anything until they get built here. So, you exactly. know, I just got to wait. That's it, man. That's it. Yeah. Um, all right. Ty's battle. Not among the 60 players invited to the NBA Combine, but he still does have a path technically. He did receive an invitation to the G League Elite Camp. Uh, mm-hmm. That's going to be held in Chicago uh, May 12th through the 14th. And that will include around 40 players and the top players from that camp will be invited to the NBA combine. So if he performs well there, he's got a chance to, for another invite. So, uh, you know, for what it's worth. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, I think they do that with the guys from the, you know, the G league again, like you said, that maybe had never been drafted and, uh, you know, have their little tryouts to try to get in the draft or whatever. And uh, again, too, I think they do it with players that have been to the combine before. I mean, Tyus Battle has done this. Yeah. So I think they reserve a lot of spots for people that have never done it before. Um, so his father had said, it's reported that his father had said that he would, that Tyus would schedule around 10 to 15 different workouts with NBA teams prior to the draft. Yeah. So, you know, he, which he did all that last year. So he, he knows. He knows the he knows the deal, yeah, yeah. And hopefully, this will be an example of somebody that went through, you know, the system, came back, went to, to do everything. You know, he went to the combine interviews, went to his tryouts, and he decided to come back. And hopefully, that experience helps him uh, handle this one a lot better. And hopefully, it'll help come, you know, draft night. Yeah, I think the nerves got to him maybe a little bit last year, um, but you know, well, or maybe he just that, just that wasn't draft ready. class. It <laughs> yeah. just wasn't. A, a good one to go to, you know? Yeah. So, yep. Um, still wanted to get his degree. So, yeah. So the NFL draft is come and gone as, um, unexciting as some of us may think it is. 
some of us think it's very exciting. Uh, uh yeah. It's a, it's a lot I'm, of it's a lot of waiting uh, we around. Can let, we can let everybody guess what everybody thinks about <laughs> <laughs> between me and Sean, which one's which. <laughs> Right. Well, it's funny because I was calling you and telling you who your team was drafting. Well, my son was watching it, so he was he was yelling it to me. Oh, Raiders are up, Raiders are up. They go and pick up. Who are, I'm freaking. I don't even remember. Clellan Farrell. Yeah, there you go. That's it. And I'm like, you you see the reaction of the Raiders fans on, on the TV when they and they're like, they're like puzzled as hell. They're like so puzzled, but then they're like after their their bewilderment, then they cheer like. <laughs> What are you doing? And then I thought that was terrible, right? I thought that was awful. And then the yeah. Giants step up. They step. Then my up. team steps up. Yep. <laughs> the Giants, though, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about them. Uh, we waited. <laughs> Daniel Jones, God. Uh, Daniel Jones. Why? I'm like, really? Come on. See, that's what it was. What it was was basically if Farrell was he was slotted to go like late. Teens, 17, 18, 19. So it's not like he's an awful player. He was a good defensive end. Yeah, he's a good defensive end. So, but uh, it must have just been one of those things where he liked him. Probably couldn't get any trades to trade back to get him. So, yeah, he took he took their guy. So yeah, I was still I was still a little upset with that pick. We'll see how it goes. Like I mean, whatever. It's whatever. Um, well, the worst part about it is it's both our teams too. It was yeah, like back to back. That's what was like, fun. I mean, that there's was Buccaneers fun. in between. Yeah, there was so, one pick in between, but that was pretty yeah. funny though. Yeah, dude, I wanted my team to pick Josh Allen, so but yeah, we took him. Made it easy for Jacksonville, that's for sure. Yeah, uh, both of both of us did. Yeah, I know. Uh, so anyway, we've got let's let's take a look at the recent NFL draft history for Syracuse. Hasn't been that great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hasn't been that unless, great. Unless so, you count special teamers. <laughs> yeah, well, what was it? Um, Riley Dixon, right? But he was drafted by the Broncos, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, all right. Let's start with – well, let's start with this year. Okay, well, let's let's do Chris Slayton first, okay? He was the only one from Syracuse that got drafted. Dra- drafted. He got drafted in the seventh round, and he was the 245th overall pick. By and, my Giants. By the Giants. And it is something to be said. I had said to Joe when, when the Giants picked Slayton – you know, I'm like, wow, Chris Slayton went to the Giants. What is up with Giants and Syracuse players? Now, Tom Coughlin, a Syracuse alum, I understood like that, like the David Tyree, and, right. and you know, there was a couple more. But I understood that. But there has been some 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 decent Syracuse players that have that have played for the Giants or are playing for the Giants. This is the most orange team out there for sure. So uh, it seems like it, right? Yeah, it's it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. So anyway, and then so uh, Chris Slayton, six four, three hundred and seventy pounds. You know, Which I love the pick. Obviously, yeah. I mean, I'm a little biased, but I still think that we both we talked about it throughout the whole season, probably for the last two seasons, about how he's been the focal point of offenses that we play, and he's been getting double teamed, and yeah. you know, he's basically the unsung hero for why our defensive ends are putting up. The, I mean, they're good. Our defensive ends are good. They got talent. Yeah. Not many accolades uh, this past what season. He does, yeah. What he does, he gets no glory, because, but he allows everybody right. else around him to basically succeed. Thrive. And Hey, he does his job. Yeah, he does his job. And according to sports track.com, the projected contract for uh, Slayton's slot in the draft was 2.6 million in uh, with a sign on bonus of around 75,000. So uh, he should stick. He should he should be on the team. Yeah, played forty nine games. Should make it. 
Yep. Yeah, well, I I wouldn't think I would I would think he sh- he should be fine. He played 49 games in his career and racked up 107 tackles, 66 solo with 32.5 for a loss in nine and a half sacks, five forced fumbles, three pass breakups, one fumble recovery, and a block kick. So good on Slayton. Mm-hmm. Now we and we sat around and we were gonna make part of this episode about Dungey getting Ugh. snubbed. And it's probably gonna be a lot of it. Huh. <laughs> It's probably going to be a lot of it. It wasn't even the snub. It was just the fact that usually players just it doesn't take so long. I know because there was a there was a lot of free agents. Yeah, there was a lot of kind of I don't you know I don't I don't I don't pay that much attention to other quarterbacks around the entire NCAA. I really don't. But I mean, there was some that you know you just felt like he should be going over. Uh, so so Chris Slayton. Okay, was picked up by the Giants 2019, round seven. Then last year in 18 was Zaire Franklin. He was picked up in round seven as well. Yeah. And, and then um, 2017 was none. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. And then 16 was Riley Dixon. That's the one I mentioned with the Broncos. Round seven yeah. again. And mm-hmm. Syracuse hasn't had a first round pick since 2013 with uh, Justin Pugh. And guess where he was drafted, Joe? The Giants. The Giants. Yeah. <laughs> we drafted Nassib too. That's right, Nassib. That's right. That's right. Um, so David Eric, Tyree. It, it, well, yeah, we talked about the helmet catch. Obviously, we all know David Tyree from the helmet catch, and that was he basically kept that drive alive for them and win that Super Bowl against. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, New England. Uh, so anyway, Eric Dungey. Got picked up and signed as an undrafted free agent. He is going to wear number 12 for the New York Giants if it sticks. Also, it has been 100% uh, confirmed that Dungy is – he's not with the Giants for the two-day minicamp. He's actually on the roster sheet. He's listed as a member of the 90-man roster, which is going to get whittled down to 53. And that just means that it's somewhat stable right now. He's also listed in two different positions. You've heard, maybe maybe you have or haven't, but Eric has said in the past, he's a quarterback. He wants to be a quarterback. But as time went on, I guess there was an interview with his father, and his dad said that, you know, of course, he's becoming more open to being becoming more versatile because right. of where he's, you know, what his situation. Yeah. So there was there was a, well, I guess there was about four or five different teams that looking at him, and he picked uh, he picked uh, to go to the Giants. Yeah. So well, again, too, you have to understand as well that saying yes to that is just a foot in the door. You know, if there's absolutely yeah, exactly, that's your chance to go out there. I mean, it's giving you a chance. Yeah, so you're gonna have to go out there. You're gonna have to learn tight end, but at the same time, he's gonna have that opportunity to play quarterback and be in the quarterback room with those guys. And you know, you never know. I mean, we've doubted. There's been a lot of people that have doubted Dungy, and we have in the past. And well, and I just we... I think I've gone on record to say that you know I just I don't doubt that guy anymore. The only thing that I worry about, obviously, is injuries because you go up a level, the hits don't get any you know, softer. So, you know, one more, one more concussion. And that could be his career depending on what doctor he goes to. So, and he does, he has had injuries, but again, you know, I'm just, I'm just glad that, you know, he got a chance to, to get a chance, you know, a chance for a chance. Yeah. That's all you can ask for. Right. And I'm glad it was my team. Perfectly honest with you. Cause now it's going to give me a better reason to watch longer into the uh, preseason games. You know, yeah, you and you know Clown you know who else Clara. will be watching the Giants in preseason? 
yeah, Colin Farrell, my ass. Who cares? <laughs> like, <laughs> seriously, who cares? I, you know who else is going to be watching Giants preseason football? Is who? Syracuse fans. That's a big deal, man. Eric, yeah. Eric, Eric was the heart of of Syracuse football for past couple of years. I mean, really, the past couple of years. Like four. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, it was on and off. Past couple of years were probably, the, you know, those were the best. But yeah, yeah. But um, you know, I'm excited for him. I'm happy for him. Proud of him. I'm glad that yes. he's he's got an opportunity to at least prove people wrong. I think he'll make it. I think that the Giants, um, you know, maybe they got a plan for him. We'll just have to see. So you know, all he can do is go out there and do his best. And when when he's under pressure, he's performed. That's all I can say. Yeah, he really. Well, has. that's and that was, you know, again, you talked about it. That's that was the rant that I was kind of going to go on there with the fact of like, just have you seen him play? You yeah. know, we go this long and he still isn't signed. And I mean, don't get it twisted. These draft boards, there's a lot of people, a lot of teams that have players that would would they think they would be able to like they would draft if they had the picks, but sometimes you don't have the picks and. You basically have a list of players that, you know, if they don't get drafted, these are the people and you're going to be on the phone as soon as the draft. is. I mean, as soon as the draft is over, these teams are on the phones with these players and these agents trying to get something worked out. And yeah, you usually have a list already ready to go. So when you go that long, I mean, Dante Strickland and all those other guys, they got picked up earlier than him. And so just have you seen him play? I mean, I've talked to so many college football fans and people around here that I know and they just – they know about Dungy, and they're not even Syracuse fans, and they're like, how did that guy not get picked up? Well, you know? he worries He worries well, opponents. He, you know what I'm saying? So that's how those – you know, they got Carolina fans or NC State fans, and yeah, they've, worried, they've fans, had to worry got, about him. Yeah, yeah. I got a, yeah, I got a couple of West Virginia fans that um, are on my softball team, and they said they came in, you know, to the game, to our softball game, and asked, you know, hey, where did get picked up? You know, they knew that he didn't get drafted, but hey, where did he get picked up? Because it's almost like – obvious you know, of course this guy's gonna get a chance and I'm like dude right. he hasn't gotten picked up yet they're like what yeah like, have these people not seen him play football like yeah. how do you not want a guy like that on your team and again the only thing that I can think that might have swayed teams to maybe wait was maybe injuries or maybe, maybe injuries. the openness or the openness of maybe him playing another position so exactly that's what I'm thinking it is I, I, I honestly I think that's what it is I don't think it's so much injuries as it is maybe him you know if if they wanted to use them in, in a more versatile manner, I think that definitely is what, what pushed it over the edge for, for the teams that were interested. Well, in yeah, sure. and you get – I mean, I don't know. I can't. I think last year we, we the Giants held three quarterbacks, but usually when they have a solid backup – They got four backup, now, right? Dude, they got five. They got five? So, yeah, they got five So because they had three last year. I mean, they, last year they drafted that rookie from Richmond in the third round. The Richmond they, Spiders? Yeah. Wow. And then uh, – then they and they had this uh, what Alex Tanny or Hanny or something I don't even know but this is a backup journeyman backup um, and they had re-signed him for two years in the off season so and then they just drafted this guy and now they got Eric so traditionally when the Giants have a good backup then they've only really been too deep but yeah. recently they've they've gone three because they haven't really found a solid backup and they're trying to find one for the for the future obviously so if he could find his way as far as being able to play special teams or maybe coming in for some special sets like we talked about, like Taysom Hill and the Saints, maybe play a little bit of tight end, go out, catch some passes, maybe trick play throws, you know, whatever. Then, uh, then 
that's that's worth it to to an organization to make that fifty three man roster. Fifty three is not a lot. No, I know. It's it's you know it's gonna be whittled College down. College football almost. has eighty five. Yeah, I know. And and it's gonna be whittled down almost half. Is, right. Yeah. So when you're on a fifty three man roster, when you're on that, when you are on that roster, like you might not be a starter, but you have a role. Whether it's special teams or you're gonna play a certain amount, like you're not gonna just not play. Like everybody right. on that fifty three man roster has a role. Absolutely. So. Um, so we talked, and you know there was eleven. Let me see. There was eleven quarterbacks taken in the NFL draft, and I'll just name one: Kyle Kempt from Iowa State. Mm-hmm. Uh, he actually lost his starting job after he was injured last season, and he threw thirty-one passes last year, and he was drafted <laughs> over Dundee. So there's a couple of them like that, just to give you an idea, like how like baffled you oh, know yeah. you could be. While you're watching stuff like that happen, and you got you know you got a freaking guy with the heart of a lion that's just just wants to eat, and he's like you know he's just waiting. So, anyways, congrats to Dungy. Happy yes. for him. Can't wait to see it. Uh, even though he's gonna be in a Giants jersey, whatever. I didn't care. I don't care. I I will say I will say. Uh, Could have been w- Bills. No, I'm just joking. I can't say that. Yeah, I don't. You know, I would have been a little heartbroken if it was the Bills. I'm sorry. I'm serious. What? <laughs> I, oh, the, out of all the teams going to the Bills, I don't know. I can well, deal with the dude, Giants. Let's but, think about on. this though. You got to think about where we're from. There's a lot of Bills fans where oh, we're from. So technically, yeah, for Syracuse fans, that I know been that's one of the that's why I say spots, that. But, but I'm glad hey. it's my team. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So Dante Strickland. Uh, he was picked up by well, he's going to be what minicamp as an undrafted yeah. free agent uh, yeah. with Arizona. Uh, Strickland rushed for seventeen hundred seventeen yards on four hundred and thirty-two carries. He averaged four yards a carry with fifteen touchdowns in his career with the Orange. So congratulations to him. We'll see how that pans out. I don't have a whole lot to say about that. I I think Dante Strickland is a he's a shifty. He's a good runner, but you know seventeen hundred seventeen yards and. You know, four years is, I don't know. It's a little lack. Well, we threw a lot. Quarterback ran a lot. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, Jamal Custis. Jamal Custis had a had a rough go for a little bit, uh, but his senior season, where he caught fifty one passes for nine hundred and six yards and six touchdowns, he averaged seventeen point eight yards a, a reception. Yeah. And you know he battled a lot of injury. And he, I think he totaled for the his career 64 receptions for 1,048 yards and uh, eight TDs. So the the bulk of his career was in his senior year, and he was just awesome yep. last year. So yeah. Yeah. what do you see? Great. What do you see? I I see I see a lot of promise in Custis, um, maybe being able to to make it. Maybe not as a receiver right away, but. You had mentioned it, so I'm gonna let you you take it. Uh, you brought the well, point. yeah. As far as uh, I mean, I have, I, he was one of our better special teams players last year. Uh, if you go back and look, if something, or if you just realize when you were watching, um, he was like the gunner on the punt team, the guy you know lined down on the outside. That's jobs just to get down the field and try to get to the guy, try to create a, a fair catch and not a good return, and, and basically kind of hold the outside, not let him, not let him get outside. And, uh, he was great at that. He was down there all the time. I mean, he made some big plays. I think there was one time there was a muff punt and he jumped right on it and made some good tackles. So yeah, was, he's wasn't got that some, the Louisville game? I think it was at that game. 
wasn't it? I think it was. Yeah. Uh, it was – well, I, I don't remember the exact game, but, uh, yeah, he he made some big plays, and obviously uh, he can – he's got – he can he can stride stride by people, you know. He did get by people with a long ball, so he's got some speed with his stride and height, and um, I think just you know a little bit of work, a little bit of confidence. I think he can turn into a pretty decent receiver. He can turn into a he's probably a pretty good you know red zone target. It's another reason why they probably looked at him as maybe jump ball and stuff like that. Um, and again, <clears throat> he's got a good chance to find his niche on the special teams. A lot of times when you're a rookie trying to make the team or maybe trying to oust, take a veteran spot, uh, a lot of times it's those little things, like I said, where they're more relying on you and special teams and little things like that, and maybe a few plays here and there on offense in the beginning, but you find your your little niche. And uh, that's what Zaire Franklin did, and um, that's what I think that he's he's going to do. And I think he actually has a pretty good chance of making a team. Yeah, you know, you make if you can make a difference on special team, that does not go – Unnoticed, you know. That's right. Plus, I mean, they have mediocre, other than Tyreek Hill, which we don't really know what's going to happen to him because of everything that's going on right now with him and his alleged, you know, breaking his child's arm or something what? like that. I don't know. There's I didn't some... hear about that one. Oh, yeah, dude, it's all over the news as far as sports news. They've been talking about it and stuff. It was going on during the draft and stuff. What, what uh, is up with NFL players in, like, being violent? What is up with that? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe he's the sport they play. I don't know. The sport no, they it's play. Just everyone's got. I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> Look, everyone's got their own problems, and the last thing I'm going to do is sit up here and Breaking pretend your, like I'm. Uh, yeah, well, okay, it's a legend. I'm not going to go. I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to. It's still a legend. It's still out there, and it's. I mean, he's still on the Kansas City Chiefs roster. Yeah, well, there's so. video of other players doing things that are despicable. So right, that. and that's there's no video, and there was right. seems like there's like a cropped up like. I don't know. There's there's some stuff out there. If it, you could, wanna, it, it's, it, it, it could be baloney. It could be baloney. It could be, basically. Okay. But um, either way, if that does end up hurting him and they lose him, yeah. Anyway, back to they don't really have a lot of talent and depth as far as... Um, it could be. He could step up and fill a void there. Right. Yeah. That's a good offense, so... Yeah. Uh, Cody Conway, he's going to get a shot as an undrafted free agent with the Tennessee Titans. He finished second on the team in snaps with 1,109 and third in knockdowns with 30.5 this past season. Uh, In his uh, career, uh, Conway delivered 81 and a half knockdowns, knockdown blocks, and was named to the All-ACC Academic Team three times. So um, that's pretty awesome. He became the second offensive lineman by the way, after Coda Martin, who we'll get into next. Um, Coda Martin, he reached an agreement with the Los Angeles Chargers as an undrafted free agent. So now we've got, not only we got Eric Dungey going to the Giants, who was, who was, is my dad's team, was my stepdad's team, was my good buddy Joe's team, and my brother's team, and the owner of my company's team. Okay? Um, and then, <laughs> I know a lot of Giants fans. So, um, not only that, but we've got Jamal Custis going to the Chiefs, which is a Raider rival. And then we got yep. Coda Martin. He's got a shot with the Los Angeles Chargers, who I loathe. Who I loathe. Good luck to him, but I can't stand <laughs> the Chargers. I cannot stand them. They're 
So anyway, uh, Cody Martin, he he joined the Orange as a graduate transfer from Texas A&M last year, as you well know. That is Coach's uh, son-in-law, and mm-hmm. um, he transferred here last year, last year, started all 13 games at right tackle. He was named third-team All-ACC honoree after leading the Orange in snaps with 1,111 and finishing second on the team in uh, knockdown blocks with 31 and a half. So he good player, two good players right there in Cody Conway and, and Cody Martin. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Um, I mean, Cody, Cody Conway has been like, you know, just a mainstay, just right there, left tackle for a couple of years. And, you know, Cody Martin coming in, considering the relationships that were there with his father and his father-in-law and the fact that, you know, he's, you know, his wife, and where he was staying and everything, you knew that he wasn't going to be a problem. And he stepped right in, and, and he was definitely a big big part of that offensive line and offensive success last year. Um, I think that they both have decent shot to, to make it. This year it was a really um, defensive heavy as far as talent pool. So a lot of times when that happens, you can get some undrafted free agent guys out there that, that still have the talent to make these teams. And a lot of times when it comes to undrafted free agents with offensive line, it just comes down to – what they have as far as depth there. You know, if there's not good depth, then I think that either of these two players has a, a great shot. But, you know, if, if they have good depth and it's one of those things where they're really, really going to have to work. And I mean, they're going to have to work anyway, you know yeah, what I mean? But I'm just sense. saying, like, sometimes you just have people, if you have good depth, you have guys that are kind of shoe ins as long as they show up. Right. So, yeah. Right. So, what, what out of the undrafted free agents, that we just ran through, and Dungy, and Coda Martin, and Cody Conway, and Jamal Custis, and Dante Strickland. Who who do you see making it? Any you want to make any predictions? Uh, if I had to make predictions, and obviously I don't, I don't want to be biased about it, and I got to look realistically at the situation with the Giants. I think it's going to be fun to watch him play and see what. They have in store for for Eric Dungy um, during preseason, and to be able to see the news and hear the news, and you know, hopefully, he proves everyone wrong and comes out. And like I said to you on the phone, he comes out he's better than Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would be a waste of a first round pick, but I would love it. Whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, who yeah. cares? You know, if he ends up doing that. But realistically, um, I think it's a long shot. Um, and again, it's going to be fun to watch, but I think Dungy is a long shot to make the Giants now. If he can show some stuff, maybe prove some things, and maybe another team <clears throat> might take a shot on him. But I, I kind of think he's a long shot considering the team that he went to and who they took with their number six pick uh, and who they already have there as far as depth goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think um, I mean I think the two linemen in, in, in Jamal Custis, I think Dante Strickland's kind of a long shot as well. Um, he's actually, I was surprised he actually even got signed as an undrafted free agent. I gotta be um, honest. I, thought, I was, I was a little surprised myself. I mean, I thought that Guthrie would have had a, you know, a shot Guthrie before Guthrie with a great senior season. Yeah. Um, I could see why no one touched Ravian Pierce because he just was an underachiever, um, with a bad attitude and we've talked bad about attitude. it and we don't need to go any further as far as that goes. But yep. I say between the two offensive linemen and Custis, I think they, they got a 50, 50 shot. I think I really do. I really do think that it just depends on how, you know, maybe a, a little bit has to do with the uh, systems they go to as far as blocking schemes and stuff like that. And hopefully, again, that has a lot to do with with um, with just the pros in NFL. Sometimes it's just timing 
and you being the right player for that scheme. So if they if they're going to a team that you know they can fit their scheme in the way that Syracuse had their offense in their offensive line, then you know I think they have a, a decent shot depending on you know their their situation. But Custis being able to play special teams and everything, I'd say that personally out of the undrafted, I'd say him. I think he's got the best chance. You think Custis has the best chance? Yep. Yeah, I, I think so too. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go real bias here, of course, because I'm orange blooded. I, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I I I gotta have Dungey make it just because he's Eric Dungey and I love him. Okay, so this Dude, is that's don't how get me wrong. that's how I do it. So that's <laughs> but fine. listen, listen, listen. So Dante Strickland, I don't think so, man. I'm sorry, I just don't see it. But Jamal Custis and out of Cody Conway and Cody Martin, I'll make mine quick. Mine's quick and easy. Uh, out of Cody Conway and Cody Martin, one or both of them, I say at least one of them. Put it that way. I say at least one of them. Okay. And then obviously I think Chris Slayton, I think he stays. So um, that's that. Now who's yeah, left? I think, Chris, I, I think Chris Slayton makes the team. Yeah. Uh, now who's left? Who's left? So uh, you got. Well, you mentioned Ryan Guthrie. Ryan Guthrie with a great well, – he was a JUCO transfer, right? A great, yeah. uh, great senior season, especially towards the end, man. He really turned it on and loved him. He was an animal. Kylan mm-hmm. Witten there, the same thing. Changed positions. Maybe uh, if they had made that – you know, transition sooner or rather than later, maybe be a little different. But uh, Ravion yeah. Pierce, you mentioned, I feel like wasted talent right there, unfortunately. Yep. Um, and long snapper Matt Keller, I don't know. I don't know I much just, about long snappers, man. <laughs> you know well, what I'm saying? The thing with long snappers is what? There's there's only 32. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. And I just, from what I understand, I think he's just a little too small, I think to be able to, to fill that role. I just think that there's just bigger guys out there as much as that's, I mean, think about how many college football teams there are and how many, every one of them's got a long snapper. Right. And how many were seniors last year? So how many are out there just, just waiting, you know, to be no, either up? way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so yeah, unfortunately, you know, I don't know if I see any of those off of that list that's currently undrafted right now. I don't know if I see any of them, getting a shot but out well, of dude i'll tell you what what's up well out of the the one i think has the best shot obviously is ryan guthrie so, i would agree with that i'd agree with that so well i mean we'll see i don't know what were you gonna say though oh i was just gonna say as far as um keelan whitner just to kind of give him a shout out as far as he was not a very like highly uh like a high prospect you know he's one of schaefer's guys i think one of his better offers other than us just like Appalachian State or something so um he's and so he came in and he played early he he stepped up he learned the playbook he got big and I mean again he's might not be good enough to get this you know get to the NFL or whatever but like you said he had a great senior season alongside Guthrie and he, he did. just Those guys he over great. he over exceeded my expectations absolutely he, a couple of interceptions too if I'm not mistaken right yeah, yeah yeah when I saw that that one recruiting class that he was in that wasn't a guy that I thought was was going to be what he was. So well, he started as a free I want to give him right? props. Yeah, he started as a yep, yep, started as a safety, so, moved to linebacker. Yep, and he did a great job in that transition. Like I said, maybe mm-hmm. maybe sooner than later, maybe getting acclimated into that position a little bit sooner, maybe things could be a little bit different. But it is what it is, and you roll with the right. punches, and you take what you get, and you and you and you roll with it. So uh, that is it. That's all I got, Joe. You got anything else, brother? Oh. No. Well, we got our poll. I mean, we could do the poll real quick. It's, 
it's um I mean I put it out there, we might as well just do it just super quick. Yeah. If 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 you didn't see the results or you didn't participate in it, it was a poll. Uh, we put up on Twitter, and by the way, we put up our to- polls on Twitter because Facebook only allows you two options, and that's stupid. That's so stupid. That format stinks. Facebook actually stinks. Uh, I-, I love posting to Facebook, but Facebook is so – that's weird. Facebook's Dude, we're weird. Just gonna have to, we're going to have to change the true and false questions. Yeah, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, that's <laughs> exciting. Uh, the, the, so the proposed poll on Twitter was, what is going to happen first? Uh, and I, we would love to have heard your thoughts or have you comment, but it's just so easy to just pick one of these that no one said a damn word. So <laughs> what is most likely to happen first or what is going to happen first? Tyus to the NBA, he he led it all with 40%. Dungy to the NFL with 27%. That's the bottom. Dungy got the least amount of votes. Otto, Otto on the Simpsons again, beat out, uh, beat out Dungy with 33%. So Tyus with 44, Dungy with 27, and Otto with 33. Once we did again, have some comments. Once, no, we didn't. Well, we had comments when you reposted it. And oh said yeah, wrong. when I reposted it, when I said wrong, yeah. Well, there's people who want to get all nitpicky and and say. Well, I mean, well, I was gonna, I was gonna bring that up. To you you did last night. You did. What? Yeah. Well, well you did. You, you brought up that he's not about. on the team yet. Well, I know he's not, like, technically, like, playing in the NFL yet. I get it. I get it. But Okay, well, there's a difference between making, what, the 80- or 90-man roster? Well, he's on the 90-man roster. 90-man roster to 53. Let's go from there. Stop being so nitpicky, man. Come on. I'm not. I'm just saying, yes, he's in right. the NFL, but... Right, exactly. Is he in the NFL? Dungeon to the, Dungy to the NFL was the, was the... It's the one I picked, by the way. I was one of the twenty-seven percent, and Dungy to the NFL. Well, I didn't get to vote, but I was—I would have been there. Well, the NFL draft is before the NBA draft. Oh, okay, fine. So I have it first. Then, <laughs> so, well, we'll see what happens with with Tyus. Then we'll see what happens. Yeah. If if Tyus goes to the NBA or whatever, then. Or gets picked up as an undrafted free agent. Look, we'll I, call just, it a wash. I think we just we got to be a little less vague, you know. I mean, if you would have ran this poll by me before you posted it, then... I did. No, you... Yes, I did, too. I uh, I sent it to you via text. Joe, allegedly. don't be such a fraud. Allegedly. Don't be such a fraud. I... D- <laughs> I'll screenshot it. <laughs> I will. Don't even think I won't. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's fun. I'm just having fun with the polls. I was ex- no, I was excited last I'm night, so I know I was excited last night, so I posted it up there. Um, you know, uh, maybe maybe I got over my skis a little bit. Whatever, man. Whatever. Who cares? We're having fun. <laughs> so 191 votes, by the way. That's pretty good. But I think it's freaking hilarious that there's 191 votes and not one of you goons commented on it until I posted it after Dungey was picked. And so, anyway, it's all good. That's fun. It's hard to think of polls. And so, yeah. it really is, man. But anyway. Well, not, especially when... Especially in the offseason. There's nothing going on. I mean, we're yeah. supposed, Syracuse doesn't have a baseball team. Well, they got the Mets. Hmm. No, they got the Syracuse Mets, yeah, but... Oh, Tim Tebow. Tebow. Tebow's in town. Tebow time. We could do, uh, we could do some, some Tebow episodes. Maybe we get him on the show. We think. I don't know if he's got the time, buddy. He's in full <laughs> full swing, AAA baseball, buddy. Ooh, full swing! Look at that. Did you, did you mean that? Did you eh, mean that? You know, I see what eh. you did there. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> oh, he's a mystery now. All right. So that's all I got. That's all I got. That's all Joe's got. 
because Joe managed to turn a 20-minute episode into 40. So congratulations to him doing his thing, do. doing his thing. And also, uh, we were supposed to start this episode. Of course, Joe's late. It's all good. What's 45 minutes of my time sitting around time waiting for Joe? Out. No, time schmine. I texted you. Time schmine. Who needs I'll it? I'll screenshot who, it. Who ne- <laughs> I'll screenshot it. <laughs> all right. That's it. Thank you to SeatGeek. Yes. Thank you to – oh, thank you to my bookie. Listen, you guys know the deal. I would only recommend a service that's been good to me, to you. So that's why I'm recommending my bookie. It may be a little late, but that's okay. I'm going to get this in. They have in-game live betting, the most re- rewarding pay- player perks in the business. And uh, for all you fi- fancy guys and gals out there, uh, you can even bet the over-under on how many fancy points a player will score each game. Join now. My bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use promo code QS25 to activate that offer. Visit my bookie online today. They got the dollar for dollar match deal going on. It's not going to last forever. Go to M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E and don't forget to use the promo code QS25 when creating your account and claim up to $1,000 of free play. We are out of here. Thank you to my bookie. Thank you to SeatGeek. Thank you to James and Guitar. Thank you to all of you for listening. That's it. We're out. Breathe, bro. Thanks for listening to the Q's Militia Podcast. The Fan's Voice with Sean and Joe. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. 
Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.